When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to this episode of Peak to Pit, Allie Peak, alongside TJ Pittinger, which pronounce your last name for me. Eric and I have had a ongoing debate the last several weeks, and every time we record one of these, I forget to ask, pronounce your last name for me, because he says I do it wrong. We've been doing this. I don't even know how you just pronounced it, um, but we've been we've been friends for like over two years. We've been doing this for over a year, and you're just now asking me. Because I think I'm right, so I don't think there's any need to ask you, but out of... So, TJ Pittinger. Pittinger. Okay, so I was saying it wrong. I was saying Pittinger. Pittinger. Well, that's the same. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I The way you said it was fine, too. That's probably the right way you're supposed to... Like, the way you said it probably mm-hmm. is right. I just say it kind of like the lazier way. Like, I don't <laughs> emphasize it enough. Perfect. We'll <laughs> both tell Eric I'm right. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to text good. him right now. You're wrong again. Um, <laughs> well, it's championship week. Are we excited? I, I guess. Am. I don't I'm, know. Does this get to count this championship week? We're a couple days away. No, definitely. Like, we would have normally recorded on a Tuesday. We were recording Thursday night because um, I kept pushing it off. But um, – no, we're I mean, closer to championship week than we normally would be. Um, so four days away. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm more excited than I would have been if you would have told me it was going to be Ohio State and Bama. I, I really thought that, you know, Bama would wipe the floor. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think we were going to flip-flop on our picks. I didn't think that Clemson was going to um, end up losing and Bama wouldn't cover the spread. But somehow – here we college are. football is college football. So did Bama but, not I mean, cover this? Oh, that's right. They didn't. Like, kind of like right. backdoor lost it. So, mm-hmm. um, which with big spreads like that, I mean, like the game was never a question. We'll talk about it in a minute. Right. But anyway, back to the question that you asked. Yes, I, I am. Ohio State looked incredible. I, I don't know that they'll play with that same passion that they, I, not that they'll have a hard time getting up for the national championship or Alabama or anything, but I mean, you could just tell. Clem, Ohio State looked like they, just wanted to beat Clemson's head in because Clemson had beaten them 31 to nothing a couple of years ago. Then they beat him in a game with a lot of questionable calls and a last second interception by Justin Fields on a miscommunication last year. And then you had Dabo voting him 11th and you had all the talk that they didn't belong and, you know, X, Y, Z, like everything that could have been against them. And they came out and just laid the absolute hammer on Clemson. It was great to see, great to see Dabo shut up, but 
so with all that considered, Ohio State looked better than they had looked all year. I'm so glad the committee put well, them we, in. To be I think fair, we had always seen them a handful of times all year, but sure. Yeah, and I, well, I think we're going to get a good national championship game. <laughs> I like, think I, we are too. I think it's going to be fun. I know you got to get one more dig in at them. You know, I read some things. What are your thoughts on this? I read that maybe the issue with Ohio State was that they just didn't have enough time to gel. Maybe like they just hadn't clicked yet. Like that hadn't they couldn't get in a rhythm. They kept having games canceled. You know, and that's hard. Looking at it, looking at it with hindsight. It looks like that's the case. It looked yeah. like they finally did click. You know, I mean, you know, if they had looked like that against Indiana or Northwestern or something like that, you'd be like, well, those teams suck, you know. But right. to do that against Clemson, nobody, even when Bama's beaten Clemson, right? Right. Like Clemson it's, doesn't it's been, suck. That's it's been close. It's, sure. Like they just, I mean, the game wasn't even competitive. No, uh, I it think really the, wasn't. I think, I don't remember who scored first. Either Clemson scored first and Ohio State came right down and answered. But, as soon as like when Clemson had the ball that first possession, like I was like, man, this is going to be tough for Ohio State. And then really after that, they just looked. Justin normal. Fields looked great, especially compared to how he looked in some of the earlier games. They're they're only ranked matchups. He really struggled this year, but he looked awesome. Yeah, no, he. I mean, his really talent. interested to know what his, did they never said what his injury was, did they? Because I guarantee you, he had broken ribs. Yeah, I mean, if they weren't broken, they were. As bruised, as, bruised. Without, yeah. Yeah, as bruised as they could be without being broken. Um, yeah, I mean, and what a, you know, we say this all the time, but like what an absolute warrior, like to keep oh, going in there yeah. and getting back in there, getting Gutsy after it. performance. I think he only missed one play. I think he missed one play and then came right back yeah, in. And he had to because, uh, you know, he was down, whatever, and, but. So. Actually, I take know. that I, back. I think he missed one series now that I say that. But because really? he was in the tr- he was in the tent getting checked out, I don't know. I'll have to go back tent. and look at that. Yeah, I thought he got hurt, came out for a play, went back in, finished like threw a touchdown the next play, and then went into the the and uh, went into the tent during the. the I don't know. I'll have to but, look into uh, that. But either way, I mean, stud. Yeah, total just stud. Incredible, and he is a great talent. Like Trevor sure. Lawrence is the most NFL ready quarterback. Like he's going one to the Jaguars, but like Justin Fields is going really high too. Oh, like Justin yeah. twenty two of twenty eight, three hundred and eighty five yards, six touchdowns. Like what? Yeah, against a defense that I mean, Clemson's defense is always really, really good. Like we we bemoaned the Clemson performance against Notre Dame and said like, well, they didn't have those defensive players, and then when they had them, they held Notre Dame to what? Did Notre Dame scored seven, right? Like late, and they yeah. like. You know, um, just to be able to do that on that stage against Clemson while you're hurt. And the Ohio State defense looked really, really good too. You know, like yeah. Clemson's defense is is great, but their offense is better. ETN's going to be a, a great pro. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a great pro. They've got so many weapons. And so, I don't know, I think we're going to get a great game. You know, Alabama – you know, as unimpressively as you can, just absolutely dominated and made that game as boring as possible. Sure. Um, you know, they are they are so complete. And I've never seen a team truly have three of the top five. I, I don't even remember. I, I know it's been retweeted and said and talked about, but I don't even remember a team having a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver as great as yeah. as they have right now, yeah. right? Like to have three players that are unquestionably three of the top five players in yeah. the league is is in the league. I'm sorry, in the country is just right. absurd, right? And and they they have not only three of the top five, and I know that 
you know, the, the debate will be on the quarterback, but they have the best running back and the best wide receiver, right? Like that's not even a question. And then I think, you know, quarterback's a weird one because, you know, Trask had the best stats. Lawrence probably is the best of the three, but then I don't know. Max, Max, Mac Jones has been great too. So to have that with all of the other studs that Alabama has, and then you add in the fact that Jalen Waddle's a game time decision, you know, like, yeah, this, this, this team it's crazy is one to of the most talented that if Waddle doesn't ever. get hurt. Who knows if, if Smith's Heisman season happens like this, because yeah. there's only one ball, you know, and it doesn't take away from Smith's talent at all. He's a freaking phenom, but Waddle's a complete stud too. So uh, it's interesting because if Waddle doesn't go down, I don't know that Devonta's getting the love that he currently is. Yeah. I mean, it probably goes to Mac Jones. I, I would assume just because, you know, I feel like that's what would have happened, but kind of weird that Trevor Lawrence finished second. I think that I, was that really was kinda, bizarre uh, just because he's not anywhere. And I understand what you're saying about like, he's the most NFL ready, but that's not what we base our Heisman on. Right. So he didn't, he wasn't a leader in any statistical category and had for him kind of a down year. And I mean, I say that incredibly hesitantly because even a down year is he's incredible, but also he missed what three games. It just seemed he very missed, weird. He missed two. The, okay, well, um, it just seems very weird that he finished second. It almost felt like a lifetime achievement award as opposed to um, this season. Which, I mean, I, I guess you can vote that way. I mean, that I don't think in theory, I think in the definition of what you're voting for, it says this season. But I, I think that that's why he got votes as a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, it's definitely strange. I mean, he had a better completion percentage this year than he had. He had more yards a game this year than he had ever had. He had a better passing yards per play than he'd ever had. His touchdowns were down, but his rating was higher. So, like, statistically, he was outside of touchdowns, he was better like on average, right? Like you play less games, you're going to have less total yards, but he was still really good. Um, But it seemed weird. It almost seemed like he probably would have finished fourth or so, but then Florida just kept taking losses. And so that's why they dropped Trask. And I don't know. If, I think if Florida beats LSU, Trask wins it. I don't. I don't know that it even necessarily matters the Florida, Alabama outcome, but especially if it ended up being a six point game, just like it was. Um, but so I, I been, just, yeah, possibly At, right before the LSU game, um, you know, Mac Jones had overtaken Trask as the favorite, and and then obviously they lost LSU, and that was kind of the end of it. So it would have been interesting to see if. Trask beats. I think that depended on who you were looking at too, though, because that was, it was either even and some, it just, I, I kind of think it depended on the source on that. That was something that was, if he was the favorite, a slim margin, but yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Yeah. Like what would have happened there yeah. in Atlanta? Um, I think it affects Trevor Lawrence, honestly, you know, maybe more than anybody else. Uh, if, if he wins that game, but you know, say la vie. So speaking of, um, we'll get, we'll talk about the, uh, playoff a little bit later. Did you see, and this was, and we talked about this a little bit the other day, we were talking about expanding the playoff Mm -hmm. to make bowls mean a little bit more. Um, 
And I've talked with more people about that, and I'm I'm pretty convinced that that's just got to be the answer at the end of the day um, to to make these games a little bit more meaningful. This was without a doubt the worst bowl season that I've ever seen, and it, and it wasn't yeah, even close. It was not great at all. I mean, if you think of it right now, like what was the best, like off the top of your head, what was the best bowl game that you saw? I mean, the Liberty Coastal one was crazy at the end, and I obviously had a little like reason to cheer for that one really good but like there wasn't just a i guess the uga cincinnati game was yeah, was kind of good the best one um texas a&m unc was was fun texas a&m put like a late touchdown on to to kind of make it look a little further apart than it was but yeah the bowl season was just terrible um, yeah no it wasn't great and so again it was a covid year so you would expect a little bit of an uptick next year to to if we're out of this to be a little bit better but man, I think the opt-outs are just going to keep continuing. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty bad for a while. I, I think it'll be worse until it gets better because they change it. And college football has to adapt. Um, did you see the Miami game? I think it was the night before your game. Again, in a meeting. And I think things like this are going to impact it too. Derek King went down and, and got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Um, Again, in a meaningless game. And if he'd opted out of that game, I I mean, quarterbacks don't often, right? Like you don't have a lot of quarterbacks that opt out. Um, but like do things like that, do injuries in that last meaningless game make people consider opting out more, you know? Yeah, of course they do. Of, a lot of Florida's talent opted out of their game, mm -hmm. but, you know, Trask didn't, you know, and quarterbacks for some reason rarely do. I think because they know, like, I think because they're the I, team leader. And yeah, if I, if I opt out, man, these guys are losing for sure. I think that they, <laughs> they take no more chance. responsibility for the team as a whole than any other position. I mean, uh, and not that I think they do. So Miami, Miami ended up losing their bowl game. Florida played the next night and. Uh, weird game for Kyle Trask. Didn't yeah. didn't play super well. Um, I don't know if it was just kind of like the letdown from uh, honestly, not being in or what. I mean, everybody people have these games, I right? Think, like Jameis threw four interceptions against you guys one year. Like I think uh, more than anything, honestly, is that the I I think that he trusted the new crop of wide receivers probably more than he should have. And I think that there's such um, uh, chemistry between him and the ones this year, because of course that's who he's always practicing with that. It's almost giving these guys that really don't have any experience at all, almost more benefit of the doubt than they maybe deserve at this point. And the chemistry is not there because they don't practice with each other in that way with like you do with the ones. And I, I mean, I don't know this with any certainty, but if I had to guess, I would guess that some of the things that happened were probably due to some kind of error on the wide receivers part. Paul, part that doesn't mean that Trask didn't make any mistakes or anything like that. But I would, I would bet there was some wrong route running and things like that that at least contributed to Trask's play. Yeah, so he didn't look good. Florida got down early. I think it was seventeen to nothing. And then fought back. I think it ended up being like 17 to 13 and, and they were driving there. And I, I really thought they were going to tie it up. I believe they had picked off a pass from uh, Spencer Rattler. Yeah, which and, never uh, happens. <laughs> and they ended up kicking the field goal there and, and couldn't, couldn't tie it up. And then I think um, Oklahoma came back and scored another touchdown to go up 11. And, and at that point, it just kind of was 
getting close to halftime. It was a big lead, and the wheels kind of came off, and UF ended up dropping. I don't even know what the it was. It was a lot, fifty-five a lot to a little. something. So, um, not a great showing there. And then you know, like we said, the I, and what sucks is as great as it is to watch your rival, you know, drop a big game on national TV. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I take no. I'm not upset about this at all. That at full strength, that would have been one of the most because Oklahoma was missing some guys too. Don't get me wrong. At full, they strength, were not missing in any way near the same level. That's not what I said. Guys. I said they were missing some guys too. Don't get me wrong. But at full strength, I think that would have been the most fun ball game of. I think the, it would have been a good I game. Think, um, I think it. I think just. The offensive firepower that both teams had, like Florida's starting offense, would have scored on them. Right? Like it's a Big Twelve defense, like they would have scored. Florida's offense was scoring on everybody. I think that game would have been so so much fun. And yeah, I what do too. sucks is that all those guys opted out, and uh, you know the game was fun in a different way, right? Like for a guy that's cheering yeah. for a team to not do well, but like. Not as much fun as the Alabama Florida game was, right? Like I, I'd rather Oklahoma won by like six on a last second touchdown. You know, yeah, like well, just in general like in terms that. of watching a good game. I think both these teams full strength. I think it's a fun game. I do think that Florida wins. I uh so Oklahoma was missing three players. I just looked it up. Um I mean missing 25 players from the SEC championship game. That's crazy, right? Um, but I will say this, I, I don't like the concept that a bowl game doesn't matter. I don't accept that as uh, like, I know we talked about this prior to the game and you were saying it, you know, they don't really matter that much. I think they do. I think they should. I think that it's a privilege to play in a bowl game. I think that it is a great reward for young guys for, you know, getting experience or walk-ons and players that don't necessarily get to see the field during the regular season. Like I think that we should treat bowl games with more reverence than maybe we do. I understand why this has become the way that it's become. And it's, it's totally all the playoffs. And I am, I kind of have mixed emotions about the opt outs because while I feel like, you know, that sucks, this is not the same Florida team that there was a week ago. And if you guys hadn't opted out, it could have been a great game and we probably would have beaten Oklahoma. But at the same time, who the heck am I to tell somebody to risk millions of dollars to play in a game that isn't winning them anything at the end. So I feel very conflicted on that part, but I, I felt like Florida looked unprepared. I don't know if I was just unprepared as a fan to see what I saw. I did not realize there were going to be that many opt outs until the game happened. I mean, we knew of a few players, but there were, they announced the opt-outs. They didn't announce people missing because of injury. We only knew a couple because of COVID. Like, I, I mean, there, I felt like I was missing some information going into this game and maybe I wouldn't have had such high expectations had I realized, but I, I, I don't like the idea that we can just say it didn't really matter. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that either. Um, I wish your coach agreed with us mm-hmm. on saying that, <laughs> but, uh, the S the at the end of the day, they can matter to us sure. and and still not matter to them. And we can want them to matter, right. but they at this point they don't matter to these teams right. and they don't right. matter to these players. And 
I completely I agree with you on that. I think that kind of depends on the situation, though. Right. That's not uh, universal. It's not every no, single team. For, yeah, I think right. for Oklahoma, this this did matter. And I don't well, like no, to say when, it didn't matter when, for Florida because I think that's insulting to Oklahoma. Oklahoma showed up. They played. They were the better team. They get the credit for doing that. But I think that when you you know drop a game early, you uh, back into your conference championship. You weren't sure you were going to be there. You're the underdog. You win. And then you get a New Year's Six Bowl. You know, it's a different feeling than feeling like, shoot, I just let this season slip through my hands right at the the very end here. Um, and I think that there are, you know, lots of teams. It just, it is very specific per team. I don't think in general we can say if you're not in the playoffs, the bowls don't matter. But I think for those teams who don't have the season that they thought they were going to or miss out at the very end or something like that, it, it unfortunately, it doesn't mean as much and it's hard to get motivated for it. I think we've also found out that when an SEC team wins their bowl game, it did matter to them. And when they lose their bowl game, it didn't. So that's a good litmus test as well. You can, If you can't tell before the, the game starts, 60 minutes later, you can always tell uh, whether or not that team cared about the so game. The, um, oh, I hate you guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all, all that said... No, I agree with you. That's not universal that everyone doesn't care about the bowl games like, or everyone I'll give thinks you, they don't like, matter. Example, but two like, years ago when Dan Mullen's first year in Florida made a New Year's Six Bowl, everybody was freaking pumped to be there. And I think the same thing last year too. They felt like they had something to prove. And it's this year it kind of felt like a letdown, which is crappy because, look, they're, they're a New Year's Six Bowl all three years. It's a major accomplishment it, or it should be looked at as that anyway. But it all depends on the circumstances, you know, that got you there, I guess. Yeah, no, the year before Mullen had gotten there, they had won four games. And so going to New York Six Bowl was awesome. Huge, yeah. And so then you go to a New York Six Bowl two years later when you really thought that you You should have been competing for a national championship. Yeah, like it's a letdown. You know, I can't imagine that. Georgia was super excited to to go play Cincinnati. Right. Their their expectations were the playoff as well. Um, they were, so, but I also think because they I, because they missed out on the conference championship. I think when you miss out on the conference championship game, you have longer to wrap your head around the fact that you're not going to the playoffs. And I think that maybe your attitude's a little different. But like I remember in God, I don't even know what year it was. Maybe 2012. Florida played in the Sugar Bowl, and it was my brother's last year Florida was playing Louisville, but they, um, there was an outside chance that they were going to play for a national title and they were left on the outside looking in. And I'm, the whole week, my brother was like, we're going to get curb stomped. We're going to get killed. Everybody's out till four in the morning. Coaches don't care. Players don't care that this would have been his fifth bowl game. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. This is a totally different attitude than we've literally ever had at a bowl game. And then they got killed. By Louisville. And so it, it's interesting. Like, it is a real thing. And I know that fans think that it's a cop out or, you know, that it's a convenient excuse. But, like, I mean, it is real. It's just stupid that that's the way it is. I can't wait to see after next year's UF Bowl game whether or not they cared about it. Like, I'm excited for. I think that that determines bowl- on how the season goes. After the bowl game happens and the result is determined, then we can figure out whether or not. <laughs> Uh, you have care. Right. Um, 
The ACC but, gives zero Fs, clearly. Oh, no, they were, they, were, they were definitely checked out. They were worried about COVID. They were worried about their families. They had more important things to worry about than bowl games during a pandemic year. So, no, I, I – I, uh, the ACC was terrible in bowl games this year. UNC – I thought that UNC-Texas um, A&M game was really, really good. They had like four guys out. Both their running backs were out. I mean, they just looked – they actually looked good for how many guys they had out. Texas A&M, Texas A&M was a team that had like no opt-outs. They were one of the one of the few teams that had like nobody opting out. Which is out. interesting because that's a team that – and I guess maybe it works uh, – like that's a team that it could have, have gone anybody. either way. That could be I mean, a team that felt so let down because they felt like they should be in there. I think because they the really other, haven't – The other side of that was they don't have anybody going – like they didn't, well, there's yeah. nobody on that roster that needed to opt I out. I think <laughs> that they um, – they felt like they had something to prove though. Like they were pissed that they were left out. And I I think that, you know, that obviously helped some, but it is interesting to look at the matchups of like where these sec teams ranked within the conference. And then the, and not just for the UNC Texas A&M game, but then where their opponent in their opponent's conference ranked. And the sec was put team was always lower ranked than the team in the other conference that they were playing. And I mean, they didn't have it. They didn't have many issues with them. Yeah, no, they the other the teams that the SEC was playing just obviously didn't care. Except for like all the SEC teams cared except for Florida. Like really, well, <laughs> right. that's what we found out. For some right. reason the, the UF team just didn't care. Um but all that said, because because teams or because stars on teams or yeah, if you take out all the guys that are gonna get drafted off of any team and then try and play a football game, like it's just not good. Like it's just right. not it's good. not the same. So like what does the NCAA now do? And I don't necessarily mean for 2021, but or 2022, like, but what does the NCAA now do to make these games better? Because I do not like I love we talked about this. I love March Madness. Nobody opts out of March Madness. Nobody says, like, oh, okay, we just made the dance. Like, I'm out. Nobody opts out. You know, I love we're gonna talk about it in a minute. I love the NFL playoffs. Like the NFL playoffs are it's the best sport at the highest level. With everything on the line, winner like the NFL playoffs are amazing, and like this year we get three games on Saturday and Sunday. Like it's a lot of fun. Obviously, nobody's opting out of NFL games, but like those games are awesome, right? I love the NBA Finals. I love the NHL Finals. World Series is awesome, but I do not want to see bowl season just completely be a nothing burger again. Right? Like it sucked this year. Um, yeah. It was nice to have football well, on. Like, no complaints. We had less bowl games than ever, and mm-hmm. uh, they were just games getting canceled left and right. So I do think, while I totally agree with what you're saying, that the bowl season just is becoming less and less meaningful, I think that this year in particular was really bad, at least in part because of the stuff that's going on with COVID too. I agree with that. I don't think that many people – First of all, no major games got canceled. The biggest game that got canceled was um, TCU versus Arkansas. Uh, you know, I don't know that anything in that game would have made me change my stance that like this was a terrible bowl season. Sure. So you know, games were canceled. That did impact it. There were less games overall. There wasn't a game that we didn't have like the Gasparilla Bowl. Like there was a lot of stuff here in Tampa that didn't happen. But all that said. I think that um, nobody opted, not nobody, very few people, if any, opted out due to COVID. And so 
your opt-outs of what made the the big games not as fun was due to the NFL, and I don't think that is going to subside. Will we have more bowl games to watch next year? Yes. But if everybody's opting out of them, you know, we're going to get more like – basically what we're going to get is more low-level bowl right, games. Where, right, You know, like, you know, all the teams that opted out. More scrimmages. Yeah, like it's just not – I don't know. So I hope that the NCAA kind of changes some things and, and we get back to the – you know, enjoying bowl season or whatever. And I would be fine. So I, I throw out the number of 16. I think 16 would be good because if you took our top 16 teams right now, it's all these teams we've just mentioned here today, UGA, Cincinnati, uh, Texas A&M, UNC, uh, Oklahoma State, and Miami would be in there. You know, like you'd have all these teams that uh, Texas, Colorado, that game wasn't, you know, wasn't great, but like you'd have Texas, you know, like you'd have some of these teams and you'd make it a 16 team playoff and all of the best teams would all their players would stay in. And then if you wanted to have meaningless bowl games for like the rest of them, just to feel like they got some kind of consolation, like let's roll with it. Like let's roll with a, kind of like an NIT tournament or whatever, or just like one-off bowl games. Like that's fine too. Just play in a one-off meaningless bowl game and call it a day or nothing. They don't, you don't have to have something just to go to the end of it. If you don't finish ranked high, because you're going to get more games anyway, like a 16 team tournament is going to be 15 games, right? So um, you're going to get more games that way anyway. So um, what are, we talked about this a little bit and we're just going to, I think be quick tonight. I don't think we have a ton more outside of this, but we talked about it a little bit, but you know, I know you're going to pick Alabama in this game and, and I'm, I'm picking Bama too, to, to win. But like, what are your thoughts on this national championship? Like what chance does Ohio state have if they come out and play like they did against Clemson? You know, what are your, what are your thoughts for um, Monday night? So I think that Ohio state has a lot better chance than I thought that they had prior to um, last week. All right. Um, I think I, I do think Alabama wins. I'll pick Alabama. I, I would never, ever, ever go against Saban. Um, but I think that Ohio state is fresh. I think they've had a lot because of all of the downtime. I'm, I find it very hard to believe if that they wouldn't have watched film on Alabama in those, in those down weeks where they were, um, you know, allowed to practice, but not allowed to play games. Um, I'm sure they watched it on Clemson too. I'm sure they basically, it's pretty easy to say, we know those two teams will be in the playoffs. So let's start watching some film on them relatively early. So, whereas, you know, when you're playing every single week without a buy, um, you're, you don't really have a whole lot of time to look ahead. So by virtue of COVID or whatever, Ohio state had some more free time on their hands and I'm sure that they used it appropriately. Um, so I think, um, Ohio state's defense was better than I expected them to be. I think that that's always kind of been, um, what we've heard about them this year is that they do have a good defense, but I was impressed with what they were able to do against Clemson. I think that Justin Fields health will be a factor in this. Are his ribs broken? That would be my guess. Um, are they just bruised? How healed has he been able to get over the last, you know, few days, Alabama's gonna gun for those ribs. Um, I'm not saying in a, in a, dirty play type of way, but they're going to try and hit him and, and make it hurt. Um, so I think a lot will rely on that, but I mean, Alabama's defense is not great, right? Ohio state's going to get theirs. I think there's a really great chance. This turns into a track meet, which I'm super here for. Um, I think 
I think we're going to get a good national championship game, and I think Alabama's going to win. Yeah, the over-under is set at 75, so implying that the score is something like, I don't know, what's half of 76 is 38, so four off of that, like something like 42 to 34, you know, like 42 to 35 kind of type final score. Um, you know, that'd be awesome, right? Like I'd, I'd take 75 points. I I think so too. I don't think Alabama's defense is is great. Um, and so I think Ohio State will be able to score just like, I mean, just like Florida did, just like, uh, you know, Ole Miss did, just like other teams, you know, have on Alabama all year. Um, I think that Ohio State's defense may be able to slow Alabama down a little bit. But again, they, I mean, they probably have the best three players in the country on their team. Sure. Uh, and if they get waddled back this weekend, it it could, it, it could be kind of crazy. Who knows how great he'll be. But I mean, he's, you know, he is my favorite player in college football. I was devastated when he got hurt. He's my favorite player in college football that like doesn't play for my team. Yeah. Um, he is just an absolutely special talent. And hopefully he – I mean, I hope he's at 100% just because I I love him and want him Heck to yeah. do really well. But, uh, yeah, that, that team is just so loaded. Um, you know, I know that Mac Jones has had a, a great year, and I just said that they have the best three players, you know, on – on their team. What I will say is Justin Fields is a, at his, at his best, Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. I mean, there's no doubt I would doubt agree with it. that statement. And, and so, you know, a lot of times in these games, the elite quarterback can rise up to a level that the other guy just can't get to. And sure. I, I'm not saying that, you know, Justin Fields is just going to dominate this game or dominate Alabama. Or Nobody anything, has but, the ability to, you know, he's that kind of player and, and Mac Jones for as good as he's been. I mean, for throwing for 4,000 yards and 36 touchdowns, I, he's been great, but I don't know that I see him just dominating this Ohio state team because, you know, he's handing the ball off to Najee Harris 20 times, right. On Monday night. I he's think he throw, has other people throw, on his team that can yeah. dominate Ohio state. He's, he's going to throw jump balls to Devontae him. Smith. Yeah. Like nobody's business. So, you know, I, I think that, Sometimes when you have that elite quarterback, it can just kind of do weird things and special things. And um, so it'll be interesting to see. I I hope that it's a great game. I don't really care who wins. I think I'd prefer Ohio State. I'm sorry. I think I'd prefer Alabama, but I, you know, I don't really care. As long as it's close, uh, I think that'd be kind of my my main wish. Clemson being out of there kind of made it where I, I didn't care as much who yeah. won. I mean, I, um, I think um, – I mean, I always want the SEC to win. I know that you ACCers don't necessarily relate to that, but I think um, I'm not an ACC. I'm, is- I'm not an ACCer. I don't cheer uh-huh. for the ACC. I'm glad they went zero and six. Like I don't, I don't like any team in the ACC. I cheer against them every week. So, but go well, ahead. I um, I think that Alabama's players have made it really hard for me to root against them this season. Um, I don't know if you listen to Smith's Heisman. Uh, speech I just you know it made me tear up he's talking about like to you know all you kids out there who aren't the fastest and aren't the biggest like if you work hard you can achieve your goals like it was just so sweet and humble and very innocent and then um uh Mac Jones just came across as incredibly humble and hardworking. I just I, I mean I don't know. It makes it. And who was it that was on? Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. There was a player on getting interviewed for the um, uh, 
about the national championship game and he heard the voice of the reporter that was asking him a question on zoom and he recognized him and, um, uh, it was Najee Harris, I'm pretty sure, is who the player was. But he recognized the player or the reporter on the Zoom call from somebody that used to call, uh, follow him in high school. And he was like, you know, whatever the guy's name is. Hey, you know, Matt, whatever the guy. Are, are, is that you? Are you there? And he's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, I remember you used to cover, you know, whatever. And it just was so sweet and and cute. And I don't know, maybe it's because I covered high school football for a bajillion years that I had a soft spot for it. But their personalities seem less robot-like than um, many Nick Saban players in the past. And it makes it difficult to want to root against them. Yeah, no, I I like um, in most situations, unless there's like something already there that, that makes me not like it. I like cheering for greatness. Like I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, mean, I was a big Kobe fan. So like there was this like big fake, you know, like Kobe versus LeBron rivalry that never existed. Like you learn like these guys are like best friends and everything sure. else. You know, I think, you know, once Kobe retired, it was kind of like, all right, well, I'll just cheer for LeBron. Like, great. Like I'm still like the Lakers more than anything, but like, I'll just like, I'll cheer for LeBron. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like I want to see greatness. Like I, you know, yeah. oh, it'd be great to make a troll if LeBron lost in the, the second round of a, of the, of the playoffs, but like what would be better is to see LeBron go absolutely bonkers in the finals. Like that is more entertaining, right? Like, and same thing here. Like I have, people hate the Patriots. I've always cheered for Tom Brady. Like I've, I want to see great in it. Like that's yeah. like Tom Brady would be in the Super Bowl. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to cheer for that guy again. Like, I don't care. You know, like we watched that Ram Super Bowl where the final score was like 17 to seven or something. Like it was the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, doesn't matter. Six rings. Like, let's go. So, uh, and that's the same thing here. Like, you know, Saban and, and the monster that he's built, you know, it is just absurd. And again, I don't really care who wins the game. Cause I, I kind of like Justin Fields too. And I'll be happy if, if he wins, I think that's kind of a cool way to go out. Uh, but I like, seeing greatness, right? Like I, I, if a, if a weird Notre Dame upset would have happened last week, like I wouldn't be as excited because we all know that Ohio state would beat the hell out of them, right? Like I'm glad that this is the matchup we got. I'm glad that we got the best two teams and I'm excited to, I'm excited to see it. And I'm excited to, again, see just absolutely the most elite, I mean, college football coach and program that, that we've ever seen, you know, continue to just go down this path of, wiping the floor with everybody else. Um, So Alabama wins and I'll go into this now. Um, Well, no, I'll wait. Let's uh, let me recap these picks from last week. We had about a million on first show of the new year, by the way, do you have any new year's resolutions? You guys do this? Um, we usually do. We didn't really talk about them this year. I've been trying to drink uh, a ridiculous amount of water every day, though. I thought um, you were going to say like bourbon or something. Because <laughs> no. we, we drank We already bourbon. knew that. I don't need a like, resolution for it. I need to flush the rest out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, um, but not really. Stay alive. We have four children, six and under. Stay, Stay alive, alive is the goal. Um, We... Uh, I, yeah, I'm not big on resolutions either. Um, so I don't, I don't really have anything. I was just asking you, but 
we did wear our uh Bryant wore or somebody wore the Christmas jammies you guys got for them again, like either last night or the night before. Like we're not we're not ready to retire these. Oh yeah, uh, we're not ready to retire Christmas jammies yet either. We'll retire Christmas jammies when they go up in a size and they no longer fit. <laughs> like it'll be like Mar I mean, we basically just let Elena pick whatever she wants. Right. right? Like, yeah. She walked in and we're like, what do you want to wear? And she's like, Halloween. And we're like, mm, bad news on that one, fam. Like you're you're a little too pudgy for that, you know? Like, sorry. Um, but yeah, she asked for Christmas now. And we're still like, yeah, sure. Um, all right. All that said, these picks from last week, you did better than oh no, no, you didn't. Sorry. You did well though. We both got Oklahoma State winning by one over Miami. We both got Texas minus seven and a half against Colorado. You got Wisconsin, uh, who covered against Wake Forest. Uh, I got Oklahoma minus three. You got Mississippi State over Tulsa. Neither of us got the San Jose State game, right? Ball right, State exactly. upset them. Right? No, no, no. Oh. Ball State beat them. Okay. I don't know. I must be thinking of the Arkansas game. Yeah, that one got Arkansas got canceled. Um, I got the Westford. I got the Army game. Uh, they were a seven point dog to West Virginia. Neither of us got the UGA game. UGA won, but didn't cover the seven points. Um, I got the Northwestern one. They beat Auburn by more than three and a half. Neither of us got Bama. Uh, I did get Ohio State. I took them to cover, but not win. You got Kentucky. Uh, you got Ole Miss. We both got Iowa State, and you got Texas A&M. You went seven for fifteen. I went eight for fifteen, bringing our season totals to. I am fifty three and fifty, and you are forty eight and fifty five. So, what that means is you really need to turn it on here in the NFL playoffs because I've added these to it because I just can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't give this up. Can't quit uh, this. The degenerate in me says that we're going to keep going. We may go all the way through the NBA Finals. We'll see. Uh, Bills minus six and a half against the Colts. I like the Bills here. I actually like the Bills too. Sorry. That's fine. You can pick with me. I mean, you're right for like picking the Bills there. So um, Seattle's a three and a half point favorite against the Rams. Mm, give me the Rams. I take Seattle. I, I really think that the Rams have a great chance of that, but like they have looked terrible lately. So. Uh, the Titans are, I'm sorry, the Ravens are a three-point favorite at the Titans. Uh, I like the Titans here to cover the spread. Give me the Ravens. The Saints are a 10-point favorite at home against the Bears. I do like the Saints to cover. I do too. I like the Saints. Is that because James plays there? Uh, the Browns or the Steelers are a six-point dog, a six-point favorite, sheesh, against the Browns. Hmm. This is a hard one. Uh, I'll take the Browns. I, the I Browns don't know why. Well. <laughs> uh, the Bucks are an eight-point favorite on the road at Washington. Oh, I wrote a cuss word on here. It's football team. Gimme. Yeah, offend, you did. You I'm did. Gonna did. offend anybody that reads my notes. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, Gimme the Bucks. Darn it. <laughs> um, I th- I like the Bucks to win. I like the football team to cover. That's so stupid. Um, and then after the playoffs, Monday night, we can make this one worth more points if you want to. Alabama minus eight against Ohio State. You <sighs> want to make this one worth more points. We can make it worth five points if you want. Okay. 
We'd definitely make it worth five points. I'm going to take Alabama to cover because I can't bet against Saban. But I'll tell you what, eight points gives me pause oh, because man. I I don't know. That, I mean, I, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points in a game that I feel like will be close. But you I'm need take Alabama. You need these five points. And I I was going to, you know, I'm not picking Ohio State because I want you to catch up or anything like that. Like there's nothing. But I'm kind of nervous about it now. <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick the same way as me so I wouldn't lose five points. But uh, this would be a great way for you to catch up. Um, all right. Do you have anything else? Anything else that's happened this yeah. week in the sports world you want to talk about? Not in the sports world. <laughs> Think we're or good. any other world that we're going to talk about on here. Not that we're going to talk about <laughs> on here. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening, and we will be back next week to recap some NFL playoffs and probably another Nick Saban National Championship. So we'll talk to you then. Bye.